0: That's it there. It's just iPad, mate, it's right.
1: Perfect, Simo. How's it going, buddy?
0: I all good, mate, Yeah,
1: yeah not too bad. How's <coughs> it been? Where, where, where are you? In Glasgow. Down in Glasgow. Are you staying down there now? Yeah. This is where I'm moving to, mate. Once I leave. Enjoying it down there? Yeah, it's different with your life. <laughs> so. Yeah, what, from, from up north?
0: <laughs> from the Highlands.
1: I oh, know, mate. <laughs> well, when you live in a place where there's one city, where well, the closest city is a hundred miles away, no, it's definitely going to change your perspective on what real living is like. No, it is, mate. First, us, it's me from Inverness. The closest city's well, closest big city is Aberdeen, hundred miles away. Plus. Really I think Aberdeen, I, I think I went there one or, once or twice. That was it. <laughs> <I> of <know>, course, <yeah. laughs> the a crack for you? That's Perth, but you know, ah. right through there
0: stuff from McDonald's in Buxton.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> what's the crack with you oh just uh, I'm in between jobs at the minute I just lost a contract there due to the coronavirus so um, I'm trying to find stuff but I've got things in the works I don't really want to broadcast it to the, yeah, got you. To the wider world but maybe I, I moved it, uh, down to London next week so um, looking up, but I'm basically just, I'm just basically holding fire till I get this visa through. Um, yeah. And, uh, if that comes through, and I'll be back to the States, but at the, no, minute, yeah, at the minute it's not looking too great. Um, <laughs> especially with everything going on in the States, you know what I mean? The whole oh, no, fire. it's mental,
0: mate. <laughs> police stations are burning.
1: <laughs> well, they've just defunded, like, they've just literally cancelled the police. They just cancelled it in that city where, um, in Minneapolis, Wait, where they, they had the, that George Floyd was murdered.
0: What do you mean cancelled it?
1: Mate, I'm telling you, you cancel a train you ticket, don't cancel police. All, all day, they've voted in that they're cancelling the police. They're like, we don't want any more fucking police. So they're putting this thing that's called self-community policing or something, like that, or self-community uh, protection or something like that. I'm like, like neighborhood watch. No sense whatsoever. Like, I cannot no. understand the rational thinking. I mean, there definitely no. isn't any, but I can't understand why you would, why that would ever come up to, as a, a valid excuse, you know, to solve a solution like that. Uh,
0: no, it sounds wild. You it sounds
1: mental. You would think that they'd be, they'd be wanting to put more money into the police, so they'd be better trained, so this doesn't happen again.
0: Uh, better training. I seen something that. It's like more man hours to train a barber than it is to train a policeman <laughs> in the States. You this? No, I've seen it. I don't, oh, know, I don't know the source, but I've seen it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the source, yeah. Where'd you get that fact? Uh, the internet! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that's where most of the people get the facts, me included, you know what I mean? I go, I jump all on right. Google, I'm in there for about a minute, and then I come up with all these mad facts.
0: I know, mate. That's why most question is like, Where do you get this from? <laughs>
1: I know. Proof. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're talking shite, David. Let me, let me see real facts. But yeah. Um, yeah, to be fair, I do, I do actually take an interest in all this sort of stuff and I do, before I put anything ludicrous out there, I actually try and educate myself and not just go off emotions, uh, oh, which God. is what I see a lot of people doing right now. They're reacting to emotions. Like they're literally basing all these decisions off of emotions and all their actions off of emotions. Um, yeah. Like the biggest example of that is defunding the police. That does <laughs> not make sense to anyone, but because no. they're all emotional right now, that that's the best option for them.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, it's not all the police, is
1: it? Well, like any
0: organisation
1: in, in that uh, in that city, it is. Yeah, was it, it. That's season that city? Is never going to recover. You have a year of no police, then what the hell is going to happen? Uh, like there's other cities around. There's other cities around the country that are doing the same. LA um pretty much just democrat cities like republicans are like law and order <laughs> more money for the police but, Yeah, i'm glad it's uh i'm glad it's not happening here to the extent that it is over there although it is disheartening to see some of the shit that's going on down in london and bristol and stuff like that oh, mate. oh he's taking statues down i think statues down in like um Desecrating like, war memorials and um, statues uh, of uh, people like Churchill. And stuff uh, like
0: that. Yeah, it's, ha- it's happening up mm-hmm. in Glasgow, there's a few statues
1: getting defaced. But... Yeah. I mean, that stuff has come <laughs> off, it's not the end of the world, is it? Do I really care? No. Nah. No, I do care nah. though when you jump on the, the cenotaph and start trying to burn down the flag though. Got there. Uh, that's a, you know, that's, that's only the level of disrespect. I mean, yeah. it's not just it's not just a flag, it, what that flag represents is hundreds of thousands of men that have, of all races, of all colours, that have fucking bed and, uh, bled and died for the country, you know what I mean? It's a, yeah. it's a symbol bigger than any race or any political mm-hmm. um, any political party or you know any individual's opinion. It means a whole lot more to a lot of people than what these people that are trying to burn it down think.
0: That's it. You need to take a step back and just think that they couldn't do that if it wasn't for these boys.
1: Yeah. You know? Um, I know um yeah it's just really disheartening to see it going on linda but mate some of the things i've seen i'm just like please don't help themselves like running away in crowds and like i get there's a crowd forming but come on like yeah. at least stand your ground and then walk back slowly i've seen yeah. them like literally just in a big crowd and then like run I'm like <laughs> <laughs> nice man All Right.
0: what's that we used to do
1: and, uh, punch, punch, punch. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm no expert on public order, but no, far It
0: from
1: just it. seems it just seems to send the wrong message, you know what I mean? And especially with the people who are they're facing it's not as if they're facing violent thugs. Violent thugs aren't going out to, to riot the police, it's it's fucking dweebs, it's fucking Antifa, it's all these uh, yeah. all these sorts you know, white white yeah. women who are <laughs> campaigning Mortal for press. social injustice. God yeah um, the yeah. thing the thing that's clocked me off in the past couple of days is', is things that that say your silence is uh, your silence speaks volumes or whatever or if you're silent, you're complicit. I'm just like, well that's, bull, that's
0: complete bullshit, yeah well
1: nah, what, what, about the silence game game, the, what about your silence to the modern day slave trade in Libya I don't see yeah. anyone making any noise about that. <laughs> People are literally selling black men in Libya and you yeah. women and kids in Libya. I don't see anyone making any noise about that. Oh. It, it
0: seems be like people crossing the Mediterranean.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. The, 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 I mean, the, these these things all started under the complete um, administration. So they all started under Trump administration, uh, Obama administration, um, and the Cameron Cameron Prime Minister. Uh, term <coughs> and now they're now they're blaming it on Trump. And it's like you are so blinded that you can't even see that you know, you can't even see the stuff that's right in front of you. you can't see the wood for no. the tree, the woods for the trees. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, how, how
0: have you been since you got out? Well I'm not out yet. So I just started my settlement Oh really? I thought month. you were out, right. sorry. Yeah. No, no, I've got so I start my termination leave third of September. About a few months
1: yeah when's your last day well, do you know
0: yeah friday the third september all right yeah and that's um that's it that week i'll get my, my final seals interview and thank you for your service and.
1: That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What, what are your thoughts about getting out during this time How do we? wee i had a wee do we blip yeah massive as
0: soon as it happened it was all over the news i was like oh my god the whole world's gonna collapse. I'm gonna have no money. I can't get a job. So I was like, oh, I'll try and sign back on." Uh, Glasgow said, "No." <laughs> no. <ABC. Are> you did? <laughs> yes, yeah. he said no. No, he said no. Offered me 12 months' extension. I was that's, "That's just that's just delaying an inevitable. That's just delaying what's going to happen anyway. I don't want that." Mate,
2: so, that's
0: yeah. Insane. They said, they said, yeah. So like, you know, 11-year college sergeant, 12-year college sergeant, and he's like, no.
1: Mate, I can't believe to. that they said no. They're
0: hanging out for blocks, aren't they? I know, I know. And what uh, annoyed me more was I seen on Instagram from the Scots page saying, rejoin <laughs> rejoin now within weeks. <laughs> like, what? Oh, oh, what? goodness, man. Uh, I'll, I'll give you another 12 years'
2: service.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm over it now. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to getting out. I was just about to say, if there was any... If there was any um sort of vindic uh, vindication for you to get out that would be it wouldn't it? You know? Yeah. yeah. Serve Share all that time, ask for a wee favour and it's like <laughs> sorry pa. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers for your service. Yeah. So, what about you Do you miss it? Oh man, yeah. Um I don't know because I don't miss I don't miss having to drive to camp every Sunday night and then the, the three-hour drive to camper for Sunday night, and then the, the four-hour drive home on a Friday um, every weekend. Yeah, to come There's home. Complete state Yeah, yeah. I don't like, miss that. When, when, yeah, you are in camp you're,
0: you're
2: not. You're,
0: eh I say when, when you're in camp, you're not working, are you? So you're driving up the road for to sit in your room, and play FIFA, <laughs> go to the gym, and that's it, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait for any shit tasks, and then
1: yeah. Tempo tempo slowed down for me obviously when I got injured, but. Before that it just like uh before that, well I mean when I was when I was in and I was fit, my career was sore and I was doing well. Um I was always, you know, on tasks or something, I was always busy. And um, was it always what I wanted, what positions I got? No, but I still liked it, I still enjoyed it. And then when I got injured you know, you know, morale was all time low, but you still try and no, no, no. contribute as much as you can um, but it just isn't the same and then I think that compounds in the fact that you realize that after a while after a year or two I realized that that was it that was, you know it was pretty much my career it was going to be over um, mm-hmm. in terms of infantry soldiering you know and maybe I could have went and yeah. traded and been a clerk or something like that but you know at that really? time I'm just yeah. like nah look I'm that's not yeah. my mentality that's, that's not my no nah, I you do that I couldn't imagine Jock come up to you and saying, my wages
0: are wrong." You know what I mean? <laughs> Big <baby> saying, "What?"
1: <laughs> I know, man. So, yeah. My wages are wrong every month, and I probably still wouldn't be able to fix my own wages if I was a clerk. <laughs> I know, I
0: I know, because uh, we were we se- were the same uh, seniors together.
1: I know, yeah. I was uh, I was talking to Ward there the other day, and it's just bringing up like loads of memories yeah. and stuff of, uh, I've all like loads of good memories of courses in um junior seniors bloody record courses all sorts i'm going on tour and everything i was just like it was class. like uh talking to back and this is kind of like kind of reason i wanted to start getting uh getting the podcast underway because like <clears throat> like i said to Wardy, there's so many boys out there that have got their own individual stories and um, every single person has got such a completely different path. There's no two people that do the exact same thing. No, um, completely no. different. Me and you, I think. I think you came to battalion maybe just over a year before me. Yeah. Uh, so did you get? What year did you get to battalion? I was
0: training 2007 in
1: battalion. I think it was April 2008. I was so it was exact exactly yeah. a year before me, and now yeah. you've left a year after me. But we've done essentially completely different paths. Yeah, completely. Completely different. Um, I remember all my years. In. I remember when I got to battalion and then, like the first time I, the first time I sort of was made aware of of Simo, the, the big <laughs> Irishman, um, was in Camp Roberts, obviously we were based in Kandahar. And um, what platoon were you in? Six. Six for yeah. yeah, Captain Halliday and Big Finns. Yeah, mate, that was a that was a pretty pretty decent camp in that cafe. Oh, what what a tour that was! Yeah, the tour was. On the tour. Uh, I think I was the strongest I've ever been. You had so much
0: protein, so
1: much weight. <laughs> mate, and you were fucking iron, <laughs> Jack three D down your log as well. Ah, uh, that's nah. <laughs> give that to September yeah. I guess <laughs> yeah. well I was everyone was fucking far and no, no. Except, except you no. um yeah it was it say, it, no. it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> technically banned then was it i don't know but everyone I was I do I, I, I was taking shit ton of it um god uh, I'm it. <laughs> 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 I I'm terrible I tried my hardest to get to get big but there's just no time man like there's no time to get decent meals in you and, hit the gym nah, regularly or nothing like that. Pace of, the, pace of the ops was so fast. Yeah, in and out all the time, weren't we? Getting to camp for like six hours. Yeah, so sleep I-, came, for a, I came,
0: Sleep for a day, training.
1: I came from basic training, enjoyed the battalion after just being out, being out on tour for a tiny wee bit. So you'd got there yeah. in a the year to do PDT, how was that? And were you expecting to do the, with the aerosol? Job that we ended up getting was your training reflective of that?
0: Well the PTD, yeah. Back then was amazing. I, like. there was so much more money. but, but the pyrotechnics that we used, uh, I think the, the whole exercise was all. I think back, to, you done Wessex Storm?
2: Yeah.
0: And how you, it's not up to much, like, is it? Nah. It's nah, nah. So PDT for Hertford 10 was was actually quite good. I, mean, I remember like having like you know RPG pyrotechnics firing at you. Uh, yeah. Going down ranges is proper, you know, like Dem- dems going off, making it more realistic. But I don't know what's happened. Like all these exercises, and just no money. It's just gone flat. I
1: know that's shit. Um, especially when they're just rolling through essentially the same exercise now. Like <laughs> I've yeah. done Wessex, I've done one Wessex storm, but from what I from and I've done DS and another one, um, and they two were the exact same. And then from what I'm getting from other guys, it's they're just rolling through the exact same one, but. Was it was a was the job in hindsight? Now that you've went and done after being on tour, was the PDT um, geared up for what we ended up doing? Oh hell no! No, no, no! Completely different. You know yourself. I mean, I, I remember, remember
0: you're in when weren't you? What's that? Before flew the, when you when you flew, flew into singing. You were there, uh,
1: in that you? was a no. That was an op before uh, before I deployed? Oh, before I, so that was just like 36 hours
0: of fighting. I sat in the helicopter and it was like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I trace tracer flying everywhere. Pinging off the, pinging off the hel- helicopters as well. Door gunners going wild. Uh, I mean, I remember an SF guy was attached to us, standing at the back of the ramp, with his rifle just firing out the fucking back of the helicopter. The British SF? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. And uh, I think I was sat next to the Wellesley. I Me and Wellesley just looked at each other and went, "We might die here." <laughs>
1: <laughs> How long was that on before, before you touched down? Oh,
0: a good 10-15 minutes. Good 10-15 minutes. I just remember, like, I think we we got we were the second lift, so Abtun already landed. The helicopters came back, picked us up, big Chinooks picked us up. And as we we're walking onto the Chinook, the brass was like coming off the the, the ramps, and it. Yeah.
2: Obviously,
0: where the door gunners have been firing. Like, what the hell's going on here? And uh, I remember when the door gunner says uh, he chucked me like two hundred link and said, "You're gonna need this, take us man." <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is going on? Then running <laughs> off the back of the the door gunner chucked us two hundred link and said, "You're going to need this,
1: take it with you." Was it? Do you can you remember if it was a British guy or American guy? I
2: think
1: it was a Yank. Yeah, because yeah. I mean,
2: we, we we yeah, we, we, used,
1: see the we used, yes.
0: Alcohol, yeah. we? Nah, because uh, they're too precious. <laughs> well, had six. six.
1: yeah so that's what that's another thing i was thinking about today just uh in pre- preparation about talking to you i remember going <laughs> i remember going on my first op, and it was <laughs> and they were saying uh and part of the orders are like right we're, we're, we've got six helicopters for this op uh but we need something like 24 so i can't remember the exact numbers but we need something like 24 yeah. and the british only yeah. had six or eight, eight in country and then there was only six available yeah um, and that was, my, that was my first understanding of how massive the Amer- american military was compared to ours like we're, we're here at full-scale war and we've got six mm-hmm. helicopters available for the whole british yeah. army yeah i think so.
0: was it six and then probably two more
1: or something yeah like so, yeah exactly that's probably what yeah, it was like. got, yeah. oh that's crazy absolutely crazy go, but the we'll well, plan was good yeah, we'll go back to that Sangamon though, because like the, from, from the stories I heard, the the uh, helicopter ride in there was the least of your worries. What oh, was it yeah. like when you, when you uh, touched down? It was just fighting from the first minute on the ground.
0: I mean, it was dark, so we had, we had a little bit of leeway to get into position. Uh, I won't talk too much about it, but the SCF managed to get into their targets, blow up some Drugs or whatever it there was they're after, and uh, yeah, just from that we were just completely, completely surrounded, fighting on the back foot. Uh, I remember you were seventeen, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, Craig, uh, big Craig, aware of the beast. He was telling me a, a wee story about he had three engineers on the bridge, no, two two jocks and an engineer on the bridge. He was constantly shouting at them, saying, "Get in a fucking fire position! I'm gonna fucking knock you out or something." and then it's <laughs> exact words and i gave him a lift up the road a few weeks ago and the exact words were something like as, soon as he got hit in the shoulder he's like i fucking told you i can't <laughs> you know what i mean uh and uh, i remember because i was listening to the net at the time and uh, the, i think it was a pedro from the the yanks because there's so, so much fighting so much uh munitions flying about the air the, the brits wouldn't come in to pick him up so we had to call in the pedro and these guys are Hardcore. You, you remember
1: them, Yeah. Come oh out of the face God, mass yeah. And say. Oh. I think I think any boy who's been on the ground in Afghan and, and uh, knows exactly what a Pedro is, um, yeah. and they know how how valuable they are to anyone that's you know that that needs it.
0: Yeah, I think these these guys are special forces, aren't
1: they? They're, yeah, they're.
0: Um, they're to yeah. Can't remember what they're exactly called, but I remember it as Pedro.
1: Yeah, they're Royal. They're uh, not Royal they're first, they're, um, Air, Air Force. They're American Air Force uh para-rescue men? is that right
0: that sounds right
1: yeah something like that are, and they were called pjs for short i don't know what where the J PJs, come. para-rescue it, yeah. jumpers or something like that pjs for sure
0: mad 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 cunts yeah and uh as they were coming in one of the engines in the pedro got got blown away so the helicopter and the team obviously had a casualty this engineer into the pedro they, they flew off they flew away with one one engine 'Cause I was getting shot up that much.
1: Fucking hell. That's just the, the amount of like, firefights that
0: was going on at the
1: time. Yeah, that's that just that says a lot for them, doesn't it? Like no and it was are you're not making this up, you're not making it up. Like I've seen it as well. No matter how tasty it was uh, a firefight was going on below them, they would always come in. Like no matter they what. Just land. No yeah. matter what. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, th- I think their mentality was just save the casualty,
1: wasn't it? Just
0: land, I mean, land yeah. on the casualties. Yeah, stabilize
1: casually. That's it. I mean, I totally get what what the the mers. Um, what would you call it? Sort of hesitation was to come in when it was hot, when it was a hot LZ, because if you've only got two mers and you fucking flying into hot LZs all the time, you're going to end up losing one. Yeah. Um, and, and for, for the Brits, mate, that's the that's the last thing they they could afford. Yeah, it looks a bigger target as well now. Massive, yeah. So, so yeah, just yeah, to man. point out, the mertz are a Chinook and the the Pedro's a Black Hawk helicopter. So Black Hawks much yeah. smaller than a than a Chinook, so they're yeah, much less less of a target, and it's also yeah. more more manoeuvrable in the air, so and faster to get up off the ground. So That's yeah, right. those those PG boys would come in anytime. Nah. nah what guys are right? were? What guys? See, so so la- landed during the night, right? But how how soon was it before you realised? Right, we're going to be here all day in the sun, and um, it's not stopping.
0: Pretty soon, pretty soon. I think it's because, uh, especially with Arbleton, we had a SF guy attached to us, and a wee team of, you know, Tiger team, you know, the yeah. special, um, the So They done what they needed to uh, own this compound, and they are starting to move out. And uh, I remember Donkey Bruce was like lead section, and as soon as he stepped out in the open ground, that was it. I remember seeing the position. It was like 300 meters away. I was like Donkey Bruce was closer, and uh, they had a, like a fire position. It was probably a PKM. Two guys moving about on top of the rooftops, just fucking pinning, pinning Donkey Bruce down. And uh, I remember, like, you know, Danny Bruce, don't you? Yeah. He was putting start another thing. He was absolutely livid, ranging. Like nobody could like PID the enemy at the time. And often was like, even fuck this. Just ran out in the open, lifted his rifle up and just started pinging guys. And he was like, can anyone see him? You know, like trying to get draw fire onto, onto himself.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, like, he was he was a different breed. Like, he was a, he was a brave man.
1: Uh, I mean, what you just said there sounds, sounds daft, but it is actually a recognised tactic. Observation well, fire yeah. movement. Movement is when often. you the out in the open <laughs> to, to get shot at. Yeah. In order yeah. so that everyone else can identify where the firing point is, it's, it sounds ridiculous, but you know that's an, that's an actual technique that you use to uh, identify a firing position. Which is no, you know, so, uh, what, talk about it like that, and you see it obviously from from. No, um, uh, Danny is, is fucking insane. He, I didn't even know. Uh, uh, <laughs> you probably had a shotgun as well. That's
0: all you carried. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, the Benelli semi-automatic shotgun. You love yeah. that thing, see
1: uh, la- last time I was talking to Wardy, I, I mentioned to him that I wanted a shotgun, and the, r- the only reason was because seen Danny Bues cutting back with that shotgun, mate. He fucking looked absolutely badass, man. Oh, he was.
0: He was a badass man, mate.
1: Yeah. He got a big
0: fucking Aye. swagger as well. Aye. Remember, like, he used to load up and say, Buck, solid, buck, or slug. Yeah. Buck, slug, buck, slug. <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. They're <laughs> getting everything. <laughs> yeah, nothing, man that's awesome I right, so, right, so anyway he'd he done that he identified the target but it was, it was too heavy the fire was fucking mental uh, i've still got a video of it somewhere i'll need to I'll need to show it to you uh, i just like scammer my, my, my camera left and right looking at the a guys i started laughing at them and they started laughing at me They're like you know that's sort of like two different nationalities two different languages but you just know in that moment like, we're pinned down here and just laughing at each other
1: yeah i mean yeah. sometimes there's nothing else to do but just you know when you can't actually do anything just to laugh man just I, laugh, right? I remember that this is, this is actually we'll come back to the story but I remember when uh, Herrick 15 me and Andy Richie were sitting in an ir- irrigation ditch and uh, my multiple wasn't in contact but the, the other multiple was in contact and they were in a fairly, fairly decent contact and uh, we had, I was point man so I was doing security out to the let's just say the left flank and Andy was looking to our rear <clears throat> and we were just sat in the irrigation ditch looking at our arcs and we were just swapping boilies like you got a purple boiler and he's like uh, yeah, fucking fucking right I do I've got a purple boiler I hate them we've got in the yellow ones?" so me and him were literally just like there's mad contact going on and we're sitting swapping boilies <laughs> um, you know and it's like we there's nothing that we could have physically done to help apart from watch our arcs um yeah. so as, as long as we're doing that like you know, there's no. You don't get involved too much. Sometimes it sounds dafty to say it, and I've thought about it loads of times. Like, like when I hear people talk, when I hear civvies talk about uh, how war is and how war must be, and I'm just like, I never felt any of those sort of apprehensions of that, of no. being scared all the time. Or it's,
0: I think you get more of an extreme rush, don't like, you?
1: Yeah. Like an yeah. extreme
0: high that you'll never ever get again. Never. No. Never
1: well if I, back you, if I would say you take you back to one day in your Army career, I could guarantee you, I could give you a six month bra- bracket of when that would be. Oh god aye. And, like, I. And before like, even tell me what it would be. Yeah. No, sometime that t- that, that term was eh? <laughs> sometime <laughs> two thousand and nine. Two thousand and nine, yeah. Eleven
0: years ago. Madness, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, like I'm thirty-two. I'm still relatively young. Thinking back, eleven years ago, I was still a young man. Just.
1: old would be in uh, twenty. Twenty-one, twenty one, Right. Yeah. I joined a wee bit later. So. Yeah. Well, I I, jo- I joined straight from basic training, and my first op was panjshir Palang. But that was s- that panjshir Palang op was six weeks after I left basic training. That's, that's madness, isn't it? And in those six weeks, um, I was on leave. So I, the very first week, so I finished ba- literally finished basic training of being, becoming a soldier. When you finish basic training, it's the easiest six months of you, your army career. Like when you look back on it, if you had to do any one of those tasks again in your in the in your army career, it would be an absolute piece of piss. Um, without a doubt, yeah. Oh, without a doubt, and. Um, <laughs> So when you leave basic training, you've just basically done the bare minimum to become a soldier, right? So you get—I got to—I got to, to battalion. It was Kev Stacey's, obviously, an absolute living legend in that battalion, uh, and I never knew him. All I got was, just, you know, just a, a kind aggressive man.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind <laughs> aggressive. That's it. That's
1: it. Yeah. I think that's a good way of describing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that sums them up.
1: But. Um, Yeah, he he was the rear-up sergeant major um, and he, you know, took me under under my wing at that first week or two I was in battalion. got there on the Monday and it's like, right, get your uh, number ones out because you're you're on the funeral party. And on leave um, is when Sean Binney had been killed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I had one week leave from basic training and on that week leave uh, Sean Binney had been killed and I got to the battalion on the Monday and by the Saturday I was uh in the firing party for his funeral in Northern Ireland. And like uh, talk about a fucking culture shock.
0: That's it. That's on six months, week off and then straight into a funeral party.
1: Well, like that's it. I'm like that's... I'm like I take <laughs> this battalion that's literally going straight to war. I have and I'm thinking it's gonna be like I've just, you know, run around Katrick training area. Well, here, listen son, it's not like that. You're you're fucking burying this, this boy. Who at the time was yeah. a section commander? Um, I think he—I don't know what—but he—he—he he was when we buried him. He was sergeant. I don't know if he was acting sergeant or something like that. Do you know? I think
0: he was. A, he was a sergeant, but I don't know if he was acting or substantive, or whatever. But he was yeah. a sergeant.
1: Uh, so anyway, like I've just come out of basic training. You're looking at your sergeants and your corporals like they're fucking absolute heroes. And then the very, first, the very first weekend, I'm in the and I'm burying one of them, and I'm like. Yeah. I was I literally was sat there in the in the funeral, and I can remember his dad getting up to do his speech, and I was I "Can't I can't remember what he said?" But I didn't know anyone there, mate. Nobody. Um, yeah. Because the guys I came to battalion with, they didn't get picked for it. It was just me. So I was there with boys who are, you know, very much senior to me, and his dad. I didn't know anyone, and his dad started giving them the speech, and mate like. I don't tear up too easy, but I'm. I just fucking. I was like bawling my eyes out. Well, not bawling my eyes out, but you know, I was. Yeah, you had a And it was just so fucking emotional. Like, you know, you you get built up so much that everything you do is for for the lads. you know yourself is last. Like you you think about yourself last. You do everything for everyone else first. Um, mm-hmm. and then to be there, to, like hearing like, hearing his dad talking about his funeral, I was uh, about him at his funeral and how proud he was and all that sort of shit. Just fucking. It was intense, mate. I just a mad. mad. Uh, you probably just feel it that was working, yeah. Yeah, just so emotional, like um, just because I was, i don't know—I was guessing, I was maybe thinking about what what that would be like if I was to get fucking killed or whatever. Uh, think about your own family. Yeah. <laughs> <Where> you're leaving. <laughs> but, right. um, yeah. So <sighs> it's just a fucking crazy time, like. And obviously you you're fairly young as well. You're young as well and doing the exact same thing. But That's it. don't get, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were a lance track by the time you went on tour, right? As a lance yeah. Were you were you doing yeah. or were you were you just a board or what?
0: No, so I started off. I started off as a commander. <laughs> you didn't? Yeah, no, I was, I was a commander before. Uh, big Gary Wilson came out before Malkey came out. Fuck it, he was always on he, he was on juniors, so he, he was completing his, you know, SCBC, So I was standing set commander for like first three or four ups.
1: Jeez, so what it, were you thinking, man, when they were like, right, you're gonna be six commander <laughs> and only I don't know what? Uh, Twenty one? 21, Twenty? Twenty one. Yeah.
0: would have been in battalion,
1: a battalion year. Probably a year. Yeah. You
0: know? In battalion a year, before to Lance Lance Coldwell. 2009, right? You're 10, right? You're a there. Madness. Yeah. I remember the, the, pre- the, the pressure and thinking, like guys, more senior to you in your section, like looking up to you, you know, expecting you to like lead them. That was a, I think, think back to that it was a lot of pressure back, especially back in that,
1: as a young boy. Yeah. How did you find it? Months. Did you, did you cope okay with it or? I, th-
2: I think a couple of it. Right
0: now. Yeah. I think I've done it. Yeah. I was actually gutted when Malky came out because I was enjoying <laughs> it. I was starting to enjoy. I was like, "Fuck."
1: Uh, of course, you start to get a, a hang for. Ah, that's it.
0: Okay. I was starting to getting the hang of it, and I was like all over the nav because it's different nav when it's sort it compound markings, and you know, it, was, it wasn't that hard, it wasn't that difficult, but I turned very. Oh, I'd love this. I can't wait to be a, like a proper search commander, and then when obviously when he came out, took the section, or where yeah. I went back to Clayton. Putting beans and bullets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Like uh, when you when you give somebody a little bit of uh, responsibility, that's the biggest motivation you can give that person. and I've always felt that.
2: Yeah,
0: that's it. I, I remember having a, an argument with a uh, think commander. I think I got actually quite aggressive with it, <laughs> just because I was, I was <laughs> taking that. You know, I, I've been doing the job for like so long. I was like, just leave me in, just leave me in the job. I'm fine. I can, I can cope. Like, Sorry, I, I can't I can't. Uh, you need to I just remember I was waiting but I completely understand why I mean, yeah. wasn't wasn't qualified to start off with.
1: Yeah, I can imagine man, geez oh. Um so when you're out there on, on um on tour, your, your platoon each platoon had their own individual tasking, right? So what was Five Platoons task? No
0: yeah, five. So you're you seven, so you so we were seven search. Search platoon, yeah. Yeah, five. Can't remember what five was, but I know six was used as a buffer. Yeah. We carried yeah, we carried two GMGs per section, just, just put us in the flanks, draw the draw the enemy away from what 17 was doing.
2: Yeah. I,
0: know, I think five was the same. I think you know, sort of five and six were pushed right yeah. the flanks. From then my seven men- crack on.
1: From my yeah. memory I um I can remember it was you it, I don't know if you swapped around, but it would be one of you would do inner and one of you would do out according, but essentially, you know, you're always doing something. You're always being tickled from somewhere. Um Yeah. And just doing our job, drawing the enemy away.
0: Yeah. That. Um that's why we had two GPMGs then. Well see talking about GPMGs and that, that too. <laughs> Uh, Donkey Bruce's section, I don't even remember him, Sean Fraser.
1: Oh my god, he has.
0: yeah. He ran off the back of the chinook, I mean, onto, onto an op. Kind of GPMG, uh, I think came under contact, whatever. Donkey Bruce was there fucking yelling at him, get that GPMG going, you fucking. I can't, I can't, I can't. missing the pistol grip. <laughs> <laughs> Lost the pistol grip. Tell I he, it, way. It. he was coming around with a pistol you hell. Aye, uh, until we got obviously... How is that possible? Sorry, it was Sean Fraser. As far as, as, far as I guess, right? Fraz. anything's possible him. <laughs> yeah,
1: Fuck. um... So, Pantai Palang, how good was that? That was good. Well, that was the largest aerosol
0: at that time, I think it was, was it? Well, since obviously World War Two.
1: Since World War II, it was the largest aerosol since World War II and there was not was, a right. single parrot on the up. No, not a single aerosol.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think there was one person from 16
0: Aerosol Brigade on the op. No, it wasn't. No. Maybe the odd officer had wings on but...
1: Yeah, maybe. But, oh, but that's the thing mate, that whole tour we were doing aerosols. I mean that was my first, that was my first op. Um, but obviously from then on, we were, every op every was an air up. Um, mm-hmm. op. <coughs> so literally pre deployment checks all this sort of stuff orders um, and then you by the time you'd um, get a time for a lift off you'd be down at the um don't hit your in your in your truck sitting down there just sitting on your kit waiting to go uh-huh. each time you get down there about i don't know sometimes you're down there 8 hours before you even meant to leave sometimes you're down there you know an hour before you meant to leave but getting down there was how how good a crack was it just sitting there just you know everyone together no phones nothing just shooting the shit.
2: yeah
0: that was like the last eight hours of your life wasn't it thinking what happens if so you're just making the most of it i mean what was your routine what did you do
1: um in terms of in terms of sitting in that hls yeah waiting waiting to go i don't think i had i don't think i had like a conscious um right i am this is a lot like this this might be my last moment um, alive sort of thing or anything like that. But I definitely remember like taking at least the like five ten minutes myself, just to listen yeah. to music and just to get away and just think. But I don't think I ever had any thoughts of like uh, I might this might be the one the, this you know this might be the last yeah. time. But I yeah. definitely do remember just thinking of like taking five ten minutes just to like think of like. Uh, family and friends and that back home and just like think about what they're up to and like think about the situation you know I was only 18 year old I'm sitting <laughs> here in the middle of the fucking desert Kandara Air Force um, base Kandara oh, Airfield sure. uh, sorry um, sitting in the dark with all these fucking helicopters and fast jets taking off and I'm about to go in yeah. to a place that there's no soldiers but there's just no troops period we were going to yeah. pick, pick a fight with them, and it was that. It was that every time there was nobody the where we where we ever were. We were, we were. Maybe the BRF were there before us, and they were you know giving giving cement. But everywhere we were going, there was no troops there before us. Um, there was oh, there no was. ground holding there. troops before us. Yeah. So
0: sort uncharted of territory, isn't
1: it? Mate, that's an understatement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a video on YouTube, right? And if anyone wants to go and listen, go and watch it. Type in. Um, Afghanistan uh, what would you type in Afghanistan 2009 um, Kandahar province and you'll find up you'll find a, a video of Apaches they're about half an hour long video <clears throat> And the first couple of the first minute or so you see that uh, the in the video of the of the, Ap- is, of the Apaches video uh, is the We've seen of uh, Alpha Alpha Company landing. <clears throat> you see the two Chinooks landing in the field, and about maybe two or three hundred metres away from where they're landing, out runs about thirty or forty people from this one compound. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah,
0: that's a
1: that's a cracking video, mate. Um, <laughs> so I can't remember the op the op name, but do you remember that op? I
0: remember. It was Alpha Company's op, that I remember, because um. I remember seeing the video after it, but I remember the boys telling me that they had to obviously go look at the aftermath of what the Apaches done to these um, insurgents, so to call. You know. And uh, oh, there's nothing much left of them. Like, I remember watching the video and then getting accounts the of what Alpha Company boys came across. They were like, Yeah, you don't you don't you, you can't fuck with Apaches. That's why they ran probably.
1: I mean, the video, the video just shows how ruthless those boys and the, the the Apaches are.
0: Yeah, I think it was a clip in one of the with the Americans. I can't remember.
1: Americans, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he said, "Yeah, he's still moving. Give him, give another burst."
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I remember landing, and uh, I don't know about I don't know about you, but because it was so the LZs were so hot, we had to go to um, a secondary LZ and <laughs> that one ended up becoming so hot so the pilot just ditched us in an open area and when we got off and you know all the all the, the brown oak you know sort of settles down so yeah. The commander sort of got his GPS, so figured out where we were and <laughs> we dropped off in a legacy minefield from the russia ha- from the russian half camp
0: yeah because yeah. uh, they panicked didn't they so just put us down anyway
1: yeah, they just dropped us anywhere, there was like open ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, fair play, right? Like, fair play for getting us down, but maybe try not to fucking drop us in a, in a minefield next time.
0: Yeah, aye, uh, Because, uh, especially, Seventeen had to sort of clear a path fight didn't
1: it? Yeah, Sheased well, it second man, I was second man in that, uh, in the, in the platoon then. I was doing cover for Woody, do you remember Woody? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was point man and he was clearing clearing through there. We never obviously found that and there was nothing came up on the on the valley or that, but I was um it was a, I can remember clear as day, mate, it was a full moon. Like it was light as fuck during the night. And we were walking towards where Alpha Company were. I think we were about two Ks away. So we we're actually like a way further than we should have been away from them. Uh, so we had to get there fairly quick. Obviously they're under loads of contact. Um, but I can remember just walking after the platoon commander telling us that we'd been dropped in a legacy minefield and I was looking up, mate, and all I could see was a patches. Yeah. Cannon going. angels. No the cannon going full, uh, full auto, uh, Hellfire yeah. missiles left, right, and centre, mate. And it was just like I was walking towards it. I was like, this seems like this is like a scene for apocalypse now, man. A college I'm living it. <laughs> yeah. This is what you joined up for, a hundred percent, man. Yeah, I was kind of giddy. I was like, you know, I was like, "Fucking here we go!" Yeah, unreal, That's extreme, extreme. But, um, so that op was in uh, what was that op? That was that op was in Kandahar, wasn't it? Yeah, was it the heart of
0: darkness?
1: I, I can't remember. Up. But. um... That was about a five day op, I think, if I'm right, and yeah. we ended up taking over a police uh, checkpoint on the Highway 1. Mm-hmm. Can you remember that?
0: Uh, I think we were pretty to the
1: buffers. Whatever. Maybe, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, we, well, seven Platoon at least took over a, a police checkpoint. We went in there and all the police were fucking high on heroin all of them and then the Danish came in and uh, there was medics and our medics were helping like trying to like bring these back th- these boys back from like ab- like OD'ing they were like on death's door from OD'ing on heroin the medics are in there trying to bring them back to life and that and this is meant to be the people yeah. who are providing security for their country we literally just yeah, I was like we just rolled yeah. right and just pushed the gate open and walked in and they're all That's, that, was, that, that was the
0: story of most of the time wasn't it like these NP they were unprofessional. Yeah, they. they I thought the A were good, at times, especially the, the, the teams we had. Yeah, the, the tiger team, the tiger teams. I think they were called. They, they were good.
1: Mm-hmm. They're they're uh, they're operating off of Allah though they're, they're like allah has got my back. Like doesn't matter what I <laughs> do. Like <Yeah. laughs> men seen them just like literally, like, like uh, incoming rapid fire, and and they're like stood up full full standing yeah. position, where PKM just at the hip, just blasting. And yeah. then they just like, finish up belt, turn around and just swagger back it,
0: you know. Swagger like, back in, in into the cover
1: and... Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you be blasted, But yeah, they, their belief is that, you know, their God's going to protect them. But I mean, I think the numbers talk for themselves. Nah, yeah, there's only so much time that Allah can help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um but that Kandahar op uh, went pretty sour really fast. Um yeah. I can remember we'd been this was maybe like three days into it. Um mm-hmm. and one of the other platoons, five or six platoon had taken over a compound <coughs> and uh seven platoon came there late in the day and we were just getting shit sorted and it was we got sort of given a a warning order that we're gonna to have to go out later on that night and secure uh secure the route for Charlie Company or the mortars or someone coming back coming into link up with us. Yeah. Um and I remember getting I remember going out on out on a section patrol and then you know taking up our arcs and we were out <laughs> there for about an hour, an hour and a half. And then every now and again you hear over the over the radio it's like, right, Charlie Company's location, right, yeah. Uh, two-section in position, yet five-foot-turn in position, you know, just all this sort of shit. Just the usual jogging. And it's like, right, the guys are coming through us now, so just be prepared that, you know, you know, if you've got movement near you, that's those guys. <clears throat> so I'm like, right, okay, like, just like, I don't know, one in the morning, two in the morning, or something like that. I've been grafting for three days straight, just, yeah, because was just trying to stay awake. Yeah. Living on fumes. Okay.
0: Just living off your body fumes, that's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I can remember, um, yeah, sitting in, I was just sitting in my arse, mate, in an irrigation ditch, trying to stay awake, and then, boom, out of nowhere, and, mate, that next, like, four or five minutes was just horrific, um, and yeah. I think, Tam, I think it, was, it was definitely Tam Mason, was, that was when he was hit. Yeah, horrendous. What were you doing then? I think-
0: I think I actually missed that up because I had a foot injury, so I was back in Canada. Oh really? I am sure I missed up. Yeah, that that was the one that uh, they put the IDs in the walls. Yeah. Not in the, not in the ground, wasn't it? So you were leaning against the against the walls instead of sitting on them. Yeah. Because they were obviously watching T, our TTPs and what we were doing. Yeah, mate, that, that was a crafty they were.
1: Yeah, that that was a like you said, mate. They were putting them in the walls or putting uh, putting them in places that we weren't.
0: Um, yeah, they're watching our drills and where we were checking and sweeping.
1: And yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it, at that what time, mean- checking the walls wasn't common practice. You know, every now and again, if you suspected something, you would check the wall, but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a TTP T- T- that we that we were <laughs> openly doing yeah. all the time. Um, okay. And they just they got lucky. Um, yeah. but I, can, I can remember that that night. I was just literally falling asleep and then heard that go off and then obviously all over the radio for the next 45 minutes to an hour absolute mm. chaos you know i mean it wasn't chaos it was controlled chaos but it's an absolute scramble to save this boy's life um yeah. and like fuck me was i going to sleep that night absolutely not like that just nice. like boom switch on um yeah. and i had done nothing i had done absolutely nothing other than you mm. know just secure a route and provide security so, yeah. I, you know, the story isn't me trying to be a warrior or anything. I've done absolutely nothing yeah. there whatsoever. But, um,
0: you, you were doing something though, mate. Right? Yeah, line,
1: line a of route, route and secure the HLS. That's all we've yeah. done. But, um, yeah, it was just an absolute grim experience because it was so close to us that we could hear it when it was going on, but we could do, you know, could do nothing about it. Yeah. Could hear people talking, could hear him talking, um, for a wee bit. And then the Pedro came in, and then it was, stone-cold silence mate. It was yeah. so eerie. Stone-cold silence. Uh, it's, it's funny when,
0: yeah, like, something that
1: happens. just,
0: everyone's just quiet and they just, yeah. they either like, extremely switch on or they're just in a, in a dark place at think. time. Just, they just, no one talks to them. Yeah.
2: Because
0: <laughs> I, remember remember one of the ops was saying, um, Okay, it was kind of hard again. I'm sure it was the heart of darkness. It was the one that uh, the, the surgeons were watching us and they were putting IUDs out and they were, you know, like, pinning us in. I'm sure seventeen had to clear a route for about two two cases on across the open ground just to get us out to, uh, towards the HLS and five, six, and seven were all pretty much in three compounds. You remember that? Craigy Weir was throwing grenades over the wall.
1: Yeah, I can remember that. Yeah,
0: I so, thought yeah, so thought we close. Before that. Uh, yeah, six foot and we were tasked to, like an empty compound just to go check it, see what's in there. Uh I wasn't too suspicious, but I remember the first section, Donkey Bruce section, walked over, went through the doorway, cleared it. Uh obviously didn't find any IDs when they're, they're clearing the way into the compound. Walked right over this, you know, like seven guys, seven, eight guys walked over it and then unfortunately it was two A and A guys who stepped on it. Uh, when that when that explosion went off, that that was when I mean, you're talking about eeriness. That's that's what happened. Because uh, two two and three section, uh, we we're, were outside the compound waiting to go in. I remember just looking at, turn around, and I think wellsie was next to me. You know, big Adam Alex. Yeah. We just looked at each other because me, him, and uh, Donkey Bruce were quite close. You know, like three 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 buddies. We we thought Donkey was toast. You know, it was the biggest explosion I've ever heard, and it was. You're probably 50 meters away, but obviously we're in cover, so we didn't get any of the a
2: yeah.
0: blast or shrapnel effect us and uh God I uh, hearing this it was only probably thirty seconds, but I felt like five minutes it's just you know it's flip future and I thought donkey Bris gone because I heard on the on the radio uh boss or Danny Beers was like someone speak up someone someone talk we just thought the whole section was gone. it was that big and a big, big explosion so uh, I think two A A boys got hit. One quadruple amputee, nothing left, up right up to his chest. I think uh, we curtsy went up to obviously give first aid straight away. Put his hand on his chest. I think he was still breathing for you know ten ten seconds, but then just gave his last last breath. He was with nothing left, absolutely nothing. Uh, but the the second A A guy was missing. We didn't know where he was so thing. Danny Bios is controlling it, obviously dealing with the a, a disease, the uh, T1. And uh, everyone else is scanning hearts, just watching, because it could have been a, you know, a signal for ambush, whatever. So we're just looking out, giving the all the defence. And I remember looking over a wall, um, and 50 metres away, just slumped against the wall, against another compound, it was just the second day night. Fucking hell. Body, out. yeah, body, it was, it was intact, like completely intact. We could just see his eyes were, you know, crossed over just in a sump position just lying there dead like motionless. This is obviously five minutes after explosion. Was that and during it was just so sort say again?
1: That during the day. That was
0: during the day, Yes, yeah. so it was it was daytime. So you could you could see everything. And I just remember looking at him I was like, is he is he alive? I was like looking through my card, looking through the site, you know, trying to get any signs of life. Obviously I was the only going to jump over the wall and just run over to him. Yeah. It was it because of secondary IDs but yeah after like, 10, 20 seconds looking at me, you could just tell he's dead. Just as, just the way his position, his body was. And
1: I mean, there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing about that other than sheer unluckiness. It wasn't that eight guys walked over that, but That's what I'm these and Night boys. It could have been anyone. Um, it was just so unfortunate. Those two guys. Uh, yeah, it's
0: madness. And again, Pedro, Pedro came down, uh, extracted the casualty that we could get away. Obviously, we weren't doctors you can't say someone's dead or not but yeah there was pretty much nothing left i mean when we dropped it off i think the, the pj said like where's the rest of them you know what i mean put them in a the truck. that's that was madness and yeah. uh, once we obviously secured the company cleared it made sure there was no more ieds uh i remember volunteering to go in and pick up the second A guy yeah uh that, that was that was a bad blast and uh, massive, massive blast because uh, you remember Captain Halliday, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, after that he had to obviously back by the UK because he didn't realise at the time but he had I think it was his eardrums imploded. You know, he just yeah, couldn't I'm, hear probably.
1: He uh, he reached out to me, so he's the next the next person I speak to or, uh, speak to, this is Tuesday night, uh Monday, it's Monday, night. it's Monday now. It's Monday now. I mean, coronavirus is getting I don't know what day of the yeah. week it is. my yeah. arse. But yeah, it's Monday now and I'm going to speak to him on Thursday at some point and uh, it's going to be a really interesting one because he has well, maybe just leave it for there but he's got a, a topic that's, you know, pertinent to him and that's and that story that you just said that you talked about there um, and it's it's going to be, It should be a really good one because I'm doing a lot of research to make sure that I know what I'm talking about. And he's obviously an SME at the topic I'm yeah. talking about. Um, and, he, you know, as a platoon commander at that time, to be taken away from your troops, it must have been one of the hardest things ever. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'll be speaking to him on Thursday, so it'd be good to get his, um, his side of the story and, you know, what happened from his his view, yeah. his point of view what happened after he left there all that sort of stuff because when someone leaves that's it they're just gone you don't get any con- you don't yeah. contact with them whatsoever until you come back and it's like <laughs> the fuck you? No, there's no there's
0: no smartphones is there there's no there's no zoom calls
1: no no facetime <laughs> no, uh mate, back th- that was only 11 years ago mate and to, to get messages home it was writing letters and waiting for months, long to get a, a space in the computer
0: yeah do we have internet when we're back in Canada? I can't remember, but I remember um, um, it mean, amount 30, 30, 30 minutes for like an MSN messenger or just to send an email or something.
1: The amount that, that um, the computer was cut off because of casualties was, you know, I mean, it was just insane. I remember it was like six weeks straight at one point, the internet and all communications back home was cut at one point because maybe not six weeks straight, but for us, it was six weeks straight. Like we were going out on an op and we were coming back and maybe told yeah, it, it, was. Keep it on because obviously somebody died and their family had to be notified so they cut all the communications so I remember that that was on for like six weeks straight and like for me I'm fine like I'm I'm not complaining like I'm, I'm still alive I'm still breathing and if that's what needs to happen so that these boys can get the dignity of their family being told in person by someone rather than finding it over the internet and I'm completely happy with that but um, it was definitely a long time, we just got unlucky with the way it was working by the time I was being in camp and being on the ground, um, six yeah. weeks I think it was, um, without having any sort of communications with that like, home or whatever. Uh,
0: your 30 minute phone call a week, like you're in jail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I remember seeing see when that happened, I was like, op minimise, that's what you call it, op minimise. And uh, I remember being in Heroes Cafe in Kandahar, do you remember that? Put mm-hmm. out a place for all the all the sort of G four logistic guys stay back. Yeah. You
1: know,
0: spend all their spend all their hard earned money in them. you can see it. Uh yeah. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'll skip it. <laughs> Everyone, I, I, knows. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone knows me. If you know, you know. Begins we are. <laughs> Ends and <in> motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyways there were there were, oh, were culprits for moaning about it. And any time you're in to get a coffee you just want to chill out and like, you like fuck internet's it's off again you just like they, they did not understand the magnitude of what was
1: going on in the front line
0: They just probably just couldn't grasp it because Kandahar was, the, was that was a surreal word i had a nice rocky ice hockey
1: drink yeah and a Tim Hortons and a fucking Tim Hortons drink. and a an nice and a place where you can get uh slush puppies from Iguilay right yeah uh, for those guys it was uh for those guys it was just a long extended exercise. Yeah.
0: It was it was, it was too soft and pushy in there. I mean every end there'd be a uh,
1: there'd be a rocket attack, but yeah. Hardly anyone ever got injured from those.
0: Nah, right, because it was so inaccurate. I mean yeah, you, like, you seen that film? You seen the film with rapid in it? I can't yeah. remember what you call it. Uh, War Machine.
2: Oh, yeah, and I've seen
0: thing. it, yeah. Uh, uh, that's a good film. Like, that, that's, that's what they're talking about. When he went into Canada and just seen all these fucking Pizza Hut, and Burger King, Subway. Like, this is all stops. This, this is a war zone, not, not a party <laughs> zone.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, the Danish had discos. Not
1: Danish, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, they had a, a booze-free disco. It? When, when was it? Please. Sunday night or something like that? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. No, then I then, think went. Maybe even a Thursday night with Embo. Yeah. Uh,
0: I went to the steakhouse, more.
1: I, I, mean, only, got one, I only got one steak there. Aye. Uh, that's unlucky.
0: That's a good thing about it,
1: because obviously work right in the front and then come back and get a Timmy Hortons and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, when, when you say you're working three days straight, it's not as if you're doing 12 hours one day and then getting 12 hours rest for three days straight. It's You're working twenty-four hours straight for three days. Yeah,
0: you're working. You're
1: just on. Yeah, you're just on. There's no rest. Like, there's no not working. You're working Mm. non-stop for that amount of time that you're out in the ground. Um, Yeah, and and then there's guys who are working literally on a rota, doing eight hours on, sixteen off, with with two full days off, like maybe twice a week or something like that. Um, Monday to Friday. Pretty much. (laughs) Um, but yeah just literally diff- just a, a completely different experience of those guys and hey listen yeah. um i'm not knocking them and it's all it's light-hearted fun but um you know everyone's got a job to do at the end of the day nah if it wasn't for yeah. them then but yeah we when you get start the warming and you start bitching because the internet's off And that's it, definitely. In because some fuck some poor fucker has been killed mm. then that's when you've got a problem you know what i mean yeah, I remember people. Mo- I remember people moaning, mate. Not from there's no uh, no boys from our unit or that. But I remember people moaning about camp, mate, when you had to go and do one of those re- re- repatriation uh, lining le- uh, of the street ceremonies. Oh God, eh? people are like, you know, it's a ceremony where somebody's been killed and uh, uh, killed in action, and then they're being repatriated back to their country. So they uh the airplane, whatever it is, uh, C-17, um, C-130, mm. whatever it is, is, <clears throat> it'll be lined up with a ramp down, and it'll be like essentially a, a funeral procession. The streets get lined with everyone that's on camp at the time, and mm. then everyone obviously, you know, pays their respects as they're being put onto the airplane. But I can remember people fucking moaning about that, mate. Right. And it's like, Horrible bastards. so oh. bastard Cremes. Yeah. Absolutely, it's great.
0: I I didn't begrudge it, but I was always, I was from like a lump in your throat and a a tear in eye. Yeah, yeah.